With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Con Racing. Welcome back into another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here at the South Point Hotel Casino. The last week you'll see both of us side by side, I think, for a while. At least for, yeah, I'll be out the next three weeks. I'll be on. I just will be in that little square box on my computer screen on Skype. So, Brendan. Uh, we just wrapped up Darlington. We're getting ready to head into Dover. And one thing I think that we pretty much have figured out is we have got a leader in the clubhouse as a championship favorite with Martin and, Truex Jr. And the best is, you know what? Like they, I was listening on the radio all week on NASCAR radio and stuff. And guess who is not the favorite of the fans and everybody to actually win the championship right now? It's not Martin Truex Jr. They are not picking Martin Truex Jr. Are they still picking Denny Hamlin? They're they're all of you know you know how the fans are Kyle when they Bush, call of in. Is running a lot better, but but they're actually not picking Martin Truex Jr. as that like he is not the fans' odds-on favorite to win the championship. I just I don't get it. He's the only guy with three. Everybody else has one. You know we've talked about. I think we'll get to sixteen winners. You don't. That one that one hurt me. Just you know that one hurt because that that definitely took a win away from. One that could. And see, but. I think, I think, no doubt in my mind, Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott are going to win. So if those two guys win, I still don't think that really helps you get as close to your 15. No, I got to get to him at you, some point. I got to get to him. You do. So. But I'm just saying, it's going to take somebody other than those two guys, I think, to get you to that 15. I, I it, no, it has to because I need some more guys. But you know, you you had some guys running well this week. Tyler Reddick, once again, I'll tell you what, those RCR cars, one or the other, every week. It, they're definitely running better. How about Roush Fenway with Chris Buescher? Chris Buescher, I tell you. Top you know, 10? I've been taking him every week. Chris Buescher, William Byron are two guys that I'm just loving every week right now. Those guys have been consistent. They're running yep. well. You know, I'm, And I'm not saying Buescher's a championship contender, but he's certainly a guy that you can win money on each week. Whereas I think That's William, what matters. Hey, that's what matters, that's on, what this matters on this that's show. That's what matters exactly. on this show. But I think William Byron, I think that as this season goes on, I mean, you're looking for a dark horse Championship contender? Hey, who who is? What, how many weeks in a row has it been now? I mean, yeah, you you finally come I, around to I, the to the white I side. Am on, on that I am there. on their bandwagon, baby. I am all on those guys. They, Alex Bowman and him, are just proving me wrong. 
doing it, and and another great run for him. I mean, Alex didn't have a good run, so that was, you know, okay. But, yeah, he's – William Byron is making a believer out of me. Well, but, but let's go back to one, one thing on Martin Truex Jr. He's won three races. Yep. The three racetracks he's won at, what do they all have in common? Ah, I think I – can I answer? You can, can I answer? answer this? They are all in the playoff, Mr. Motley. Absolutely. Not to mention one of them is the next to the last that's race right. of the, the playoffs. The most the the and wait the wait other, what word? Phoenix the is the penultimate. Well, that's round. Martinsville that's is the, penultimate, the but penultimate. He also has won at the ultimate Champion, the ultimate track, round, which he's which he's won at the, the 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 first race of the first round. So he's got Darlington. So hey, here you go. Got a chance to start off good with the playoffs right there. Then you've got the most important one where if you have a bad First or second race in that third round, you know, going to Martinsville is where you you need to perform. He's got the W there, and he has the championship round win. So the, it definitely looks good. Martin Truex, why he is not the favorite by the fans to win the championship, I don't know. Uh, you know, I but the championship odds, I believe he is now the favorite. I I, I don't have him sitting here uh, in front of us, but he if he isn't the favorite, he should be the favorite. Uh, because he's the only one with three wins. Well, we're going to go into a little bit more detail to break down yep. Darlington and then start talking about Dover a little bit. I want Before we I go know, too far, I know, you've got, I, I know you got something you want to talk about, wanna... some news that came down in the NASCAR world on, on Thursday. So I, it's, it's your company, but I want to talk about it because Eddie Gossage, Texas Motor Speedway was so great to me over the years. You know, the four wins. You Texas, got more wins there than anywhere, right? In, more, in, in, at the national level. It, that's, that's the track that I have the most wins at. And it was four in a row, and, and Eddie and, and Kenton and all those guys at Texas, you know, have been so great to me. But, uh, look, Eddie Gossage announced today his retirement. To me, Eddie's up there with the Humpy Wheeler. You know, I mean, he was a guy that – Who was his mentor. Who was his mentor. But, I mean, here's a guy that, you know, wanted to put a ring in the grass to do fights for drivers. Here's a guy oh. that, you know, put the shirt on that said shut up and drive, you know, or quit whining and drive or whatever. I mean, Eddie was – a lot of people dislike him. But that's why a lot of people do like him. And Eddie is retiring. So to to Mr. Eddie Gossage, Jeff, uh, you know, I know it probably makes you busier because you're probably going to pick up some slacks here in Texas. But it, uh, uh, I think that's okay. Eddie's I'm, retiring. Well, so. We love well, you, Eddie. I love you. Thanks for all that you did for me. He'll over be the years. on through the All Star race. All right. And then that will be the end of it. All right. All right. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here on Gone Racing. And uh, we were just talking about Eddie Gossage's retirement. And I'm going to tell you one funny story before we get into to the results from Darlington. <laughs> there was a day that Eddie thought he would be fired. And I don't know if you know this story, but before Eddie went to Texas Motor Speedway, Eddie was the PR director at Charlotte, Charlotte Motor, Motor Speedway. Speedway. Yeah. And they made the announcement that they were going to put lights in Charlotte Motor Speedway to run the All-Star Race. And I believe it was 1992 or 1993, yeah. somewhere around in there. So Eddie had come up with this great idea for a great visual effect that they were going to have one of those old-timey, like, wooden handle things <laughs> and go up with the lights. And it was a media event, like, four nights before the race. So they got all the media out there. They had some fans out there going to run some Legends cars. And Bruton, I think I've heard this. Bruton is going to be the guy who's going – Bruton Smith, who's a founder, chairman yep. of our company, he's going to – turn the lights on, right? Well, they were going to have a little sparks for effect. Well, those sparks set Bruton on fire. Caught him on fire. And Eddie is out there trying to put Bruton out on the racetrack. There's video of it, too. There's well, a, they got Because it was a PR deal, there's video of it. There, I have seen it. There is video, and Eddie kept apologizing to Bruton, saying, don't fire me, don't fire me. And Bruton says, we could have never gotten this much publicity if you hadn't set me on fire. Yeah. better. Hey, better news than that. My favorite one was after I won the fourth time and they gave me the pair of boots. Eddie said, you know, what are we going to do the next time? Eddie and Kent were sitting there. I said, I said, I want a pair of chaps. 
and and he looked and and he looks at me and I go, everybody loves to make the joke about chaps that all chaps, you know, oh, I'm going to wear buttless chaps. Well, first of all, every pair of chaps is buttless, just for those at home that don't know. (laughs) And I told Eddie, though, if he got me the chaps, I'd come out with just the chaps on. I'm glad I wasn't. I think that's why I never won again. If you want the truth, I think Eddie like flat out would never let me win that race again. Yeah, it was supposed to be a G-rated race there. So, (laughs) okay, let's talk about Darlington a little bit. Martin Truex Jr. If you had Martin Truex Jr., he came in big for you. He was a plus seven fifty to win. Not a double digit, single digit winner. Plus uh, plus two ten on a top three. Group A, a plus two ninety five. Good return there. Uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, not a real big surprise. Plus one eighty five for Joe Gibbs to win. Uh, One is head to heads against Kyle Larson, a plus one. 20 and Danny Hamlin a plus 110. So he was on a plus line on two sides there and a minus 130 against Kyle Busch. So definitely, definitely a very, very strong run for Martin Tricks Jr. Uh, take a, you know, taking a quick look at the top 10, uh, Kyle Larson came in second. He was everybody's favorite. I mean, he's a guy everybody thought would win. Even plus though he's 130 never for a top three. He was, plus 130 he was, for a top three. He was three. The, the favorite And, and Kyle Busch, it's two top threes in a row now after after the win the previous week at Kansas, so plus 230. And then there's that guy again, William Byron, a top five. I mean, this is, what, 12, 11 or ten, 12? It's straight, ten, ten, 10, 10, 10 straight. 10 straight top 10s now. He's uh, tied t- with Jeff Gordon now. Uh, no big – then some big names there. You get Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney. And then we talked about Roush, the two, both the Roush cars, Chris Buescher and Ryan Newman coming in ninth and 10th. And I don't know where Ryan Newman came from to finish 10th because it seemed like he had been running 16th, 17th, 18th all day. Once Back to that sneaky Newman that I used to talk about when he was at RCR, when he was at Stuart Haas, at the end of a race, hey, look. Ryan Newman, top 10. Where'd that come from? We haven't talked about him all day. But he's starting to do it at Roush. Roush is starting to put things together. And and ninth and 10th there, that's a hell of a run for them. Um, both teams. I mean, that. What can you tell me the last time you think both Roush cars were in the top 10, Jeff? Oh, you very well could be going back to the the, the Mark Martin, Matt Kenseth, it's Kurt been a Bush, while. Jeff it's, Burton days. I it's mean, been a while. To see that. It's been quite some time, no question. Uh, taking a quick look at the groups, I tell you, another hard luck deal if group a if you took kyle larson uh because you know he comes in second in the race but he loses the group martin tricks juniors plus 295 but the winner was not a group b this week we had we had a streak of group b winners that is correct kevin harvick another good run i think he finished what second to to kyle bush the week before comes in another decent run finishes sixth a terrible by the way terrible day for Brad Keselowski. I mean, terrible was, is a, terrible was, is an understatement. He there, was Mr. never Motley. even a factor, and it wasn't because of something he did wrong. Unlike Joey Logano, who Joey Logano was another guy who had had, had some issues, but uh, Brad Keselowski just did not run well all day. But anyway, Kevin Harvick winning Group B there, uh, plus two sixty five. The favorite, one of the three favorites in Group C, William Byron comes in uh, winning. I mean, he's been winning his group almost every week. He was a plus 250. Uh, Co-favorite in Group D was Tyler Reddick. He wins that one at a plus 265. Uh, Rough day for Matt DiBenedetto, who had been running pretty well uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Group E, we talked about Ryan Newman coming in there, a plus 280. Um, You're talking about a guy who is having, if you think anybody's having a bad year, Eric Almirola is having a miserable, miserable year. year. And, I mean, and it, it did not get started very well at Darlington. I mean, he was no. in the in the wall within 15 or 20 yeah. laps of that race, I believe. And then the last one, Group F, a guy who just keeps dominating his group every week, uh, Chris Busher coming in a plus 275 
to win there in Group F. So, um, you know, I've been kind of riding that William Byron, Chris Busher train, and it's uh, it's, it's hard to pass up. Dividends. It's hard to pass. We may talk about that later today. It's hard to pass those two up right now. Yeah. They are unfortunately they are cash and chickens. Unfortunately, we're going to talk a little bit later and find out that it's going to get a little harder on William <laughs> Byron because I think the odds He's makers are starting smaller. to catch on that. Absolutely. So, but Brendan, let's talk a little bit before we get into Dover about our championship standings right now. And and I mean, I think we know who the the cream of the crop is. There, there's some guys right now that are on the outside looking in that I'm really, really worried about. And I want to talk about them a little bit first. Kurt Busch is now 20th in the point standings. He's made the playoffs almost every year. I think other than maybe a year he was at Furniture Row or, or with James Finch or one of those teams. Um, he is now 28 points behind. And Now, he's only 28. But he's, not, he's running like a 28th place, you know, 28 points behind is, is going to be too much. Uh, they're not running well there at, at Chip Ganassi Racing. It is not a good season. If you look at the bottom, you know, you go to that cut line, Matt Benedetto, Tyler Reddick are tied for 16th. They both have the same number of points uh, in 16th. So that's it, it's tight for that spot. I mean, and, and Chris Busher is in at 15th, a guy that you would not expect to be in the he's still there. That, that, you know, that, that, that would be the first Roush car in the playoffs, and I can't remember how long. So, I mean, He's looking good. It's tight. Those guys there, you know, 287 to 240 where Kurt Busch is, that's only 47 points. That's less, you know, that's one blown motor in a race and a good day for somebody. I still think we can get to that 16 winners. I still do. But look at Denny Hamlin, 529 points. Uh, and with no wins. Which with no amazing. wins. But, I mean, he's got nine top, top tens. five finishes. Well, top and five. Top nine, too. top five, sorry, right. in 12 races. That's unbelievable how many he has there. That's a fantastic season. But, you know, we're, we're looking at the number. Look at what Martin Truex, three wins. Jeff, go back to Martin's history. I, we, we have these, you know, we get some little stats here. Um, if, if you all know, you guys don't get to see it, but, you know, you start beating the, the host, and we told you, don't beat the host. You get, you get let go. Karina's not here. We got Ann back. All right, we just hit that trap door. And boom, she drops out that seat. Yep. And Ann better watch out again. She, you know, she's back in that chair. We might dump her again. But uh, Martin Truex, third win this year. And now, I, look, I've raced with Martin a long time, right? I mean, I raced. He was an Xfinity champion. People don't forget that he won two Xfinity championships. Here's a guy though. In ten years, won three races. Was part of the one of the most famous scandals, uh, you know, of 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 all time at Michael Waltrip Racing. That really was not of his it, own. No, it had nothing to do with him. He, he was had an innocent to do with bystander. Him. He was. He was who they were all working his, for. He was guilty yeah, by association. He was who they were trying to help. So he's just, you know, looks like a bad guy in it. But three wins, three hundred sixty nine starts, never two wins in a season. Just kind of a guy that was twelfth to fifteenth. Okay, Hody Doe. Tell me anybody this late in their career, Jeff Motley. 27 wins now in 192 starts. Three wins in 360, 369. 20, there is and, and a champion. And a champion with a team out of Denver, Colorado. Not just a champion, a, a, a one-off, single-car team. Missed you, Barney Visser. He won the championship with them. you got to give him some love, man. Where? I, I'm totally with you. I, I, look, to me, he's the favorite to win the championship. He should be. He's got three wins. And, and cause, you but know, where we, did he come from? You know, we, I wish I had a late-season career like him. Well, you know, and I think what everybody forgets is how good he was in the Xfinity Series. I mean, he Xfinity won a championship series. there. He drove for Dale Earnhardt. I mean, he and Dale Jr. were, were teammates yep. in, in the Xfinity Series. The, 
The problem was, and I think what really hurt him, is he was part of the ground floor when Toyota first came in with Michael Walter Bracing, and Toyota was still feeling its way. And I think Martin probably, because of that entire scandal situation, even though he was not a part of it, um, and they never really ran that strong over there at Michael Walter Bracing, and he ends up going out west, to, like you said, to Denver, and suddenly that team just came to life. And he was the right guy at, at the, the right, right time, time for that team. Yep. And it completely revitalized wow. his career. It changed his career. Now, and keep in mind, they had an unbelievable working relationship with, with Joe, Joe Gibbs. Gibbs Racing. So but, it was like I, there's no driver in history that is that old that has turned a career around into that. That's just as an old guy, I, I wish I could have had that. Right, turnaround. and we talked a little bit off air that you know most guys did. You know, if you go back in the day into the 80s, 70s, 60s, a lot they of guys eight, didn't they start. 16, they weren't 16 years old in right. Cup. They didn't make it to the Cup Series till they were 28, 29. Yeah. I mean, like I think Earnhardt ran a handful of races when he's early 20s, but Earnhardt didn't get his first real ride till he was almost 29 or 30 years old. And I know the one guy that I brought up to you off air was Harry Gant. Handsome Harry, but Harry Gant. I'm maybe up until Martin Truex Jr. came along, might have been the guy who had had the best late, late season, season bloom because Harry Gant toiled for so many years, but still not in, a champion in the late model, the old late model sportsman division. But you're correct; he did not win a championship. Oh. So, no, I'm with you. And and I'll tell you if you're if you don't like listening to talk about Martin Truex Jr., then you probably don't want to listen to the rest of our show because we're going to Dover, Delaware, and we're going to be talking a lot about Martin Truex Jr. And Dover, Delaware is one of his eight hometown tracks. <laughs> <laughs> How hey, many does Larry McReynolds hey, have? Look, look, look at look at the next bunch of races for Martin Truex. If you don't want to hear about Martin Truex, don't come don't come talk to us right now. You've got Dover, one of his home tracks that he's won at two times in the last ten races. You've got Circuit of the Americas, who we've never been to, but it's a road course. And who are the two best road racers right now? Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr. Then you got Charlotte, and who's the guy that led 397 out of 400 laps in the, in Coca-Cola the Coke 600? 600? Martin, Martin Truex, Truex Jr. Jr. And then you got Sonoma Raceway, and that's a what? Road course. And who's the two best drivers Martin on Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott. <laughs> so if you want to hear about betting on Martin Truex Jr., don't tune in right now because right. he is going to be a favorite, and it's for a reason. Yeah, I think he will be the – he's cer- certainly – I mean, he's, he's the favorite to win this week. I think he'll certainly be the favorite in the Coke 600, and he will probably be the, the second favorite behind Chase Elliott, I think, at both Coda and at Sonoma. He should be. They're, they're going to be. You're going to, we're going to be talking about him a whole lot, Motley. Well, and let's just kind of talk a little bit about little Dover history here before we get into the betting odds. Uh, Truex is tied with Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Ryan Newman, which uh, surprised me a little bit when I saw that, with three career wins. Uh, the other drivers in the field that have wins there, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Kurt Busch, and Chase Elliott. Um, I, you know, I, I find it kind of interesting that like one of the names missing there is Denny Hamlin and a Another name missing is Joey Logano. little surprised not to see their names on that list. But uh, Martin Truex Jr., 30 races, 18 top 10s, and 9 top 5s. Uh, Kevin Harvick, he has finished in the top 10 21 times with 10 top 5s. But the percentages for Martin Truex Jr. at Dover, uh, much stronger than maybe anyone except for maybe Kyle Busch. I guess Kyle Busch, 13 top 5s and 32 starts, 20 top 10s and 32 starts. Well, remember Jimmy Johnson's stats there. I mean, we're no more Jimmy Johnson. Well, the reason that most of these guys only have three, three wins and one, or one win is because Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Johnson was winning all the time yeah. there. I mean, that, that's you look at a 20, 20 top tens in 32 races. That's over 50%. That's almost in the 60% range. I mean, that's phenomenal. So Kyle Busch and coming off of a win and a third. 
Are we back on a Kyle Busch bandwagon? There's no question that team's gotten better. That te- the entire Gibbs outfit is running well, the really, really Gibbs well. The organization is, is the best I, I in the mean, sport. They are. There's no question about that. And I but think- Kevin Harvick, to me, three wins, 40 races, 21, that's great. I think he'll do great. I think he'll be in the top 10. But I'm not jumping back on that bandwagon yet. I'm questioning whether I jump back on the Kurt- Kyle Busch. But the Kevin Harvick? No, nah, he'll give me a top 10, but he, I'm not putting my money on him. But I will give Harvick credit. The last couple weeks, they have shown signs of life. Uh, hold on. didn't Art, you, We used to be flip-flopped on this role. I used to tell you when, when he was slumping, I'd say I'd kill for that slump because they were still top 10. But Harvick is absolutely slumping. He got a top 10. He got the one the second the week before when they made the great pit strategy. But Harvick is not cashing tickets right now. Is Let me ask you this. Is Denny Hamlin having... Last year's Kevin Harvick season, and and what I'm what I want to bring yeah, up is he's not winning. We talked about how when you get to those playoffs, those bonus points mean everything, and Denny is not accumulating any bonus points, and Harvick didn't accumulate very many bonus points, and he got to Martinsville, and what happened in trying to get into that final race, <laughs> he had no bonus points to rely on to get him to Martinsville, and it was a hell of a last lap, and uh, and Kyle Busch probably still hasn't totally forgiven him, you know. I, I, it could be. I mean, you look at the lead he's got, but that will all disappear when the playoffs start. So I, I don't disagree that, you know, but Denny Hamlin, once again, am I calling Denny Hamlin a slump? No. Nine top tens, nine top fives and 12 races, that's not a slump. He's just not winning. But he's still cashing you tickets. He's still, you know, winning head-to-head battles. He's still, you know, getting us some of these things, but he's not getting us the wins, which, hey, it's okay as long well, as he win, you know. But he's not winning groups either. Well, and, and so you got to watch out. The thing with Denny is early in the season, Denny was finishing second a lot. Yeah, and Denny was leading a lot of laps. And now you're he's, saying now he's finishing third, fourth, fifth, and he's not, and not leading, leading as a many lot of laps. laps. So I'm just wondering, is there some little? Re- it's like as we're seeing Kyle Busch, you know, come up, we're seeing Denny just just fade back a little bit. And I'm only talking about Denny is not being where he was early in the season. I, I am by no means calling it a slump that Denny's in, but he has not been as much of a factor to win as he had been early in the year. Who's the reigning champion of this race? Tell me. Denny Hamlin. First in stage one, first in stage one, win the race last year. Why is he not on our list for wins that, on our sheet? He is. He won eight. Was he not? Bad. I don't know. I'm looking at our little sheet. See, our little cheat sheet here. Doesn't have Denny Hamlin. No, it doesn't have his win. Eh, she didn't put him on. But okay. he he won he won the August that's why we, it was that's why we, August. We, that's why we opened the trap door. Of of last yeah that's why we opened the trap door. See there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. Gotcha. Okay, all right we we beat up that enough. All right we come back on Gone Racing. We'll start breaking down the odds to win. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're talking racing in Dover, Delaware. The only race this year in Dover, right. Delaware. They've had two races in Dover for as long as I can even remember, but they've taken one of their races and moved it to the Super Speedway at Nashville this year. So we're talking it's the Dry Dean 400, which certainly beats the heck out of the Bushy McBush race. We got a Bushy McBush call. So, got a Bushy so. McBush call. <laughs> <laughs> we we fit it in a couple weeks later. Even. Right, and and of course we had the historic Goodyear 400 last right. week, which was the first time Goodyear had ever sponsored a race. So odds to win, no big surprise seeing Martin Truex Jr. coming in as a favorite at plus 350, Kyle Larson at plus 450, and a guy you just mentioned who dominated this race a year ago, Denny Hamlin coming in at plus 600. The other single-digit guys, Kevin Harvick, plus 750, Kyle Busch, plus 800, and Chase Elliott, plus 800. Moving to much bigger numbers, I'm a little surprised. Brad Keselowski, 13-1, to William Byron, and Joey Logano, 16-1. to You know, Joey, remember, he barrel-rolled there in a race one time. Yes, he did. Had a big crash in turns three and four. Alex Bowman, 18-1. to Ryan Blaney, big, long numbers on Ryan Blaney, 22-1. to Christopher Bell, 30-1. to Kurt Busch, 60 to 1. Matt DiBenedetto, Austin Dillon, and Tyler Reddick, a couple guys running better every week, coming in at 66 to 1. And we're going to triple digits when we get to anybody else who I don't think we're going to have a triple digit winner this week. I really do not see a triple digit winner, but you know what surprises me looking at that? Uh, I jump right to first. Kyle Busch already back down to a, a, a single digit. You know, we, we've had Kyle Busch up in double digits for a few weeks. Um, he was a double digit winner when he won. So uh, Kyle Busch working his way back down to the plus 800. What I'm looking at when I look at those is one, William Byron. We, you know, once again, I'm on that William Byron bandwagon and that kick right now. William Byron doesn't have a lot of starts here, right? He's only got six starts. One top five, two top tens, and the top five was fourth in the last race last year at Dover. So he, he's on a roll there coming into that place. Is that my next double-digit winner? Well, and we've kind of talked about with William Byron, if you try to look at his stats from previous races going back the last couple of years, throw him out the I'm, window because he is he is figuring this thing out. Nope, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going off of what has he done for me lately because that's what he's been doing right now, and and that's what I like right there. It's a good double-digit. Uh, it's it's 16-1, to 1, but I do like it. Uh, and the Ryan Blaney, you said Ryan Blaney 22-1. to 1. There's a reason for that. Ryan Blaney has 10 races there. Two top tens, average finish of 13.4. Not a terrible average finish, but not a track that he is 
is really a, a big fan of. But he did. I said that last weekend at Darlington, and wasn't a, wasn't in contention for the win. But he had a good solid top. And he 10 certainly day. had the best run of any of the Penske cars. And speaking yes. of the Penske cars, Faden. double digit all odds three. on all three Penske cars up there. And again, Keselowski, they were just com- they completely missed it. Last weekend at Darlington, I listened to Matt DiBenedetto on 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 the radio this week, and he was saying that him that as bad as he was, Brad Keselowski's notes were even worse. Um, they were not happy at all. Uh, Ryan Blaney's weren't bad, but Brad was absolutely out to lunch. You know, and and and, and let me ask it not to get too much inside baseball here, but Darlington was the first race on a track that was longer than a mile that they ran the new seven hundred and fifty yes. horsepower package. So. Obviously, I think the Truex team really hit on something and the Keselowski team did not. We're going to see that same package at Dover in this race, the 750 package, because they're running it everywhere now that's less than a mile and a half. Do you think that bodes poorly for these Penske cars? Well, it it definitely means that they got their homework cut out for them. So that makes me say, okay, that Brad Keselowski 13-1 to number, Joey Logano 16-1, to Ryan Blaney 22. Blaney was the best of the cars last week. Do they take those notes? Do they go that way? The thing with Dover, I'm going to take out all the 750 packages, all those things. And if I'm talking betting at Dover, I'm going, other than talking about the William Byrons and the Matty D's whose career were on different teams or William who's had this big resurgence, I'm looking. This is a track. Jeff, it's the only place I've ever held my breath. This is a track that I had to be told to breathe by by my spotter. Not even Bristol, huh? Nope, not even Bristol. This is the only place that I literally came into the pit after a practice run going, (laughs) I mean, can't holding my breath. So this place is awesome. And it also means that the guys that do well there, look at those stats we pointed a second ago, continue to do well there. I'm going to be heavy on Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, and I'm even going to be high on Kyle Larson because of how well he's run in his few races. Five top tens in eight races. Five top fives in eight races with a win. Well, and the other thing about, and just one other thing on the horsepower package, they've run this package at Dover before. Yes. They had never run this package at Darlington. At Darlington. So they do have some notes, some point of reference, I think, going into this week. Yes. And and don't forget Chase Elliott. Remember that famous race with Matt Kenseth a couple years ago? Chase Elliott, seven top fives in ten races. Well, and Chase Elliott is looking for a win. Now, I know Chase Elliott is really looking to Coda. Next week, but I'm sure Chase Elliott, he wants to get that elusive victory and get that out of the way. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. We'll talk the top three as well as driver head-to-heads. back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're moving into our third segment of the show, talking a little racing at Dover Downs this weekend, or Dover International Raceway. It used to be called Dover Downs. I guess there's still the, the horse, horse track, track on the Dover inside. Downs. So, yeah, this it's unique. It's a one-mile track. I like to call it Bristol on steroids. It is. Because it's high bank like Bristol, but it's a mile, but it's concrete like Bristol, but it, it's not a half mile I'm telling like you, it's, it's the only place. Jeff, you drive off a three-story building. You go into turn one, uh, and it, it's a dip. There's, a, there's an actual hump. You rise up. You drive down. I'll never forget the first time I went there. I went to Robert Presley, and I, I told him where I was lifting. He goes, no, son, 
He goes, okay, you know where it lightens up? He says, yeah. He says, okay, lift, lift a 25% throttle after you, after you do it, and when you land, go to full throttle. I said, huh? And I went to Shane. I put a mouthpiece in. I said, hey, get the backup ready. I don't know if this is going to work. I mean, it is such a fun place, though. And it's also one of those tracks that if there's a wreck in front of you, always go high. Yes, always they go high. They call it a self-cleaning race track because everything funnels to the inside. All right, we're going to talk top threes. They'll very much show. Oh, that little picture on the screen there of, of Dover we, we got to show there. So Hey, emitting seafood. Oh, oh, there's also, what was the? No, what's the, the Sambo's ain't nothing. Sambo's, Medi- the crab Medding place. seafood. Go to the real place, Meddings. If you ever remember Medding Jim Phillips, he'd call him Chopper. He'd be a pit reporter for MRN. Remember, that man ate always, more crabs than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Meddings, down in Medford. You couldn't see him over the stack of crabs that was in front of him. It was hilarious. Mm. And he was skinny. I missed that. He was that's skinny. The, that's the main thing I missed that about it, That just too. even made me more upset that he was skinny and he could eat all that food. <laughs> okay, so the top three, Martin Tricks Jr., no big surprise, plus 100. But a plus number. It is a plus number. Uh, Kyle Larson, plus 125. Denny Hamlin, plus 155. Kevin Harvick, plus 200. Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott, plus 210. We get into the Penske guy. One of the first Penske guys there, Brad Keselowski, plus 325. Plus 400 on William Byron and Joey Logano, plus 450 on Alex Bowman. Ryan Blaney, plus 550. And Christopher Bell, plus 750. Uh, the next group is all into double digits. Kurt Busch at 15 to 1. Matty D, Austin Dillon, and Tyler Reddick, 16 to 1. Al Marola, 20 to 1. Chris Buescher, who we've been showing a lot of love for lately, coming in 30 to 1. And Cole Custer and Eric Jones both coming in at 40 to 1. Listen, Eric Almarola and Cole Custer, as, they, as far as they've been running, we could have put them into the triple digit page, and I don't think we would have Even on the top love. three. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the one, the start right off the bat, Chase Elliott, I just talked about him. But what have you done for me lately, Jeff? Elliott has not been still running well, but not that well. So I'm I'm a little shy on that. But Kyle Busch, that plus 210 is a great number. William Byron, plus 400. He's beaten on it every week right now. I like that. And if you want to take the long shots. I want to see if you're thinking the same one I'm thinking. I'm looking at a Tyler Reddick That's at that 16 exactly to 1. That's the guy I was looking at, too. <laughs> the, uh, you look at what he did last weekend at – at, at Darlington, Darling, the way he the ran. The way he ran Homestead, you know. I mean, it's just these type tracks, just Tyler Reddick seems like he's just getting the hang of these One things. of those RCR cars every week, week runs really, finishes really well. They make a mistake. One doesn't do well. The other one does well. Sometimes they both do well. But I do like that a lot. I, I think that uh, if you're looking for the long shot, my long shot number right there is is Matt or sorry uh, Tyler Reddick at that sixteen to one. Well, I I wish I could like have a little you know play off of it and disagree with you on it, but I'm I'm all in on Tyler Reddick. I I think if you're you want you want shot, the long you want the long you shot want a number. Long shot, there it is. That's my be, favorite long shot. He number. would be my guy too because he's the guy who is showing more life than yes. anybody else that we see in that. All right, let's move along to our driver head to head matchups. We we've kind of talked about do you bet the don't line? Remember two weeks ago. We said bet the don't if you bet the don't line on Kyle Larson, let's see what happens. You would have done you made well. a lot of money. But then if you bet the don't line on Kyle Larson, who was a favorite you last lost week, a lot you of would money. have lost a lot of money. Now we got a new guy that you got to talk about the don't line. But does anybody have the guts to bet the don't line on Martin Truex Jr.? Uh, look at some of these numbers here. Uh, he's a, a minus one thirty to Kyle Larson's plus one ten. He's a minus one fifty to Denny Hamlin's plus one thirty, who dominated. And that's Denny this, Hamlin. Denny who, Hamlin, who first, dominated first, first. this race a year ago, and he's minus one seventy five to a plus one fifty five on Kyle Busch. Um, just some enormous numbers there. That, that look, there's great numbers in it. That's a head to head. That's better than him getting a top three. You're getting better return. On a head-to-head matchup than a top three. You're getting, I mean. He's plus 100 for a top three. Right. 
Think about this for a minute. Kyle Busch, a plus 155 and a head-to-head? No, Kyle Busch plus one. Who is running well. Now, he's not running as well as Martin well, Truex Jr., look, Denny but he's Hamlin, running well. Denny Hamlin on the is a plus 155 for a top three. He's plus 130 to beat him just to go head-to-head against Martin Truex Jr. And he won this race last year in, with a first-first win in this race last year. It was in August, but I just... I like that. And when you look across the board, there's some others out there getting a lot of love. I just said Chase Elliott, who hasn't, you know, isn't as great as he's been lately. He's a minus 145 versus Brad Keselowski's plus 125, but the Penske cars you said. Joey Logano's plus 105, same thing. But he is a plus 130 against Kevin Harvick's minus 150. And those are two guys that uh, arguably been in that, you know, not not what we're not setting to. the world on fire, fire. For, for by their standards. standards. There you go. And you know, I, I think one other one that jumps out at me a little bit, and maybe it's because you talked about his lack of performance, if you will, at, at Dover. But Ryan Blaney on a plus line, plus 120 against, against Alex, Alex Bowman. Bowman's minus 140. That one is one that I'm kind of thinking now, you and know, you ready for this? Bowman, six starts, three top fives in his six starts. He has run well there. There's no question about that. And I guess Bowman, we're probably looking for him to start getting a little bit of his mojo back. Well, he hasn't been terrible on it. He just, he's had a couple bad weeks where he's had some bad things, but he's running well. That right there to me, I like that, that Alex Bowman minus 140. I like it a lot. Well, you know, and we, we talked a moment ago about Kyle Busch getting a plus 155 against Martin Tricks Jr., but I tell you, another number that really is jumping out at, at me on Kyle Busch, plus 145 against Kyle Larson's minus 165. That's a big number for a guy that's got three wins here who has run really well. I mean, he's coming off, what, a win and, and, a, a, third. and a third the last two weeks? He's been, But, I mean, Kyle Larson, this is one of those places, look at last week, you know, Tire wear matters. The multiple groove, you know, that's where they're going. But if you're, if we're saying that Kyle Busch is back, jump on the numbers now because you're going to start seeing those negatives back on him in the favorite categories coming soon. Well, you know, and so oftentimes when we do our driver head-to-heads, we get all these minus one tens to minus one across the board, and we get a little bit bored with them. And we're like, don't have that today. But you know, today I really do. I look at those up there today, and I see. When I see numbers that is as big as some of the plus lines that are up there, I mean, like, I would never want to touch one of the negative lines here. And I know occasionally in picks you've taken some negative lines, but would you I, even? I would take Alex Bowman. I, I, I would take Alex Bowman minus 140 right now against Ryan Blaney. Looking at history, looking at recent history, looking at the, what I've been saying about not ever going against those two kids anymore. Yeah, they might have bad days, well, which Bowman's happens. been struggling a little bit more than Byron has lately. Yeah, but that team has not been struggling, struggling. They've had things go wrong. I like that minus 140 on, on Ryan Blaney because Blaney just shows me nothing there that says he can, he can handle that. All right, well, we come back on Gone Racing. We will start breaking down our favorites, the group matchups, and tell you how we did last week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back to our final segment of Gone Racing this week. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We've been breaking down odds to win, top threes in driver head-to-heads for this weekend's race in Dover, Delaware. And now it's time to talk about our favorites. And it was certainly my favorite last week, as we will talk about uh, a little bit later, uh, the group matchups. So let's look at Group A. Martin Trix Jr. is clearly the favorite, at a, but it's a plus 220. Pretty good number on a favorite in, in that group. Kyle Larson plus 250 and Big, big numbers on Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, plus 285 and plus 360. I tell you what, remember a couple weeks ago I bet Kyle Busch to win the group, and I think I won on him because it was that big of a number. That's very enticing again. The problem you have is Denny Hamlin's dominance in this race last year, Larson and Truex have been flat-out class of the field. So it's hard for me to jump on that 360, but it's very enticing. That The the, the, the Westgate is really putting it out there for me to jump on that Kyle Busch number. So I'm... I'm I'm close. Well, and then we look at Group B, and we see it much, much closer in Group B. Chase Elliott, a little bit surprised coming in as a favorite at plus 265. Brad Keselowski at plus 270. And then we get Joey Logano and, well, they're going to make it really hard on me to go William Byron because now <laughs> William Byron have, has moved into the, the Group B which when he was in Group C, to me, it was like printing money. Yeah, but, but, but even B, that, I mean, mm-hmm. Chase Elliott's the only guy there that I look at that I can say, okay, Chase, Chase, you know, got, got the stats to prove it. Brad K recently won top five in 10 races. Uh, Joey Logano recently, five top tens, one top five in 10 races. You know, I, I, I like William Byron there. Uh, it's going to be a Chase Elliott, William Byron. They're very close, but I think that might be, uh, I'm, I'm, we've been saying it. Ride the William Byron train, I might be riding it. Well, I, I think that I'm going to ride the Byron Busher train until it crashes. So <laughs> let's take a look over at Group C now. We got two co favorites here, and which is okay. Now, this one is, is a little perplexing to me. Okay? okay. Now, we just looked at a driver head to head that saw Alex Bowman at a minus 140 against Ryan Blaney's plus 120. Yep. But now they are co favorites at plus 210. In Group C, and then big numbers on Christopher Bell plus 300, and one of the biggest numbers we've ever seen in a group matchup to me, Kurt Busch at a plus 450. 
Well, I, you know, I was, I'm just sitting here going back and forth on my sheets, and I'm like, ooh, okay, I'm going to bet that Alex Bowman minus 140. Put the brakes on. Wait, I can get the same bet, and I got to have Chris Verrill and Kurt Busch in there. Kurt Busch hasn't been running very well lately. Chris Bell, okay, I mean, you know, he's he's hit and miss some weeks. But that plus 210 is a little better than minus But it's a lot better than minus 140. So I'm like, well, wait a second here. So I may have my – I may be scratching out some paperwork. Okay, that's all fair. Uh, group D, Tyler Reddick, he's starting to get the love he deserves, I believe, here. He's the favorite there at plus 260. Austin Dillon and Matt DiBenedetto coming in at plus 265. And the unluckiest guy probably in the series this year, Eric Almarola at plus 300. I love me some Tyler Reddick there. I, I love Tyler Reddick there, and I still like Matty D. You know, they had a bad race, but they were riding three top tens in a row, two of them top fives. Um, I still think that they've got a lot of momentum, but but it's it's going to be close on that one. That's a tough group, but Eric Almarola, you could put him at 360, and I wouldn't be enticed right now. All right, let's move along to Group E. We see that guy we were talking about, Chris Busher. He is a part of a triumvirate of favorites there with Ryan Newman and Ross Chastain at plus 255 and then a long way back to Cole Custer at a plus 330. Boy, I tell you, I, I, again, I said I'm riding the Busher-Byron train until it crashes. I, there's no reason not to us, but even if he's in Group E, and you look, Ryan Newman is is his best competition right there. Cole Custer ha, has just been a non-existent factor in most of the races right now. Um, he was a pleasant surprise in his rookie season. He is having the definition of that sophomore slump. Uh, and Ross Chastain, they just have not been performing well. It, it's it has not changed from Matt Kenseth to him, so it uh, does not look good there. I do love the Chris Boucher. And in our group F, our, our we like to call it our Ron, Ron Flatter. Flatter group. And I wonder how Flatter's doing this week. There's been a lot of news in the horse racing world. There has been, a, probably been a little bit. I'm sure he's been busy. Him. I'm sure he has. And isn't the Preakness coming up soon? Yes, it is. Is that this weekend? Yes, it is. It is this weekend. Okay. Uh, group F, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Eric Jones are the favorites at plus 245. Bubba Wallace at plus 300. And a guy that we have not mentioned who has actually been running much better the last two or three weeks Chase Briscoe at a plus 305. In fact, I think he has clearly become the second best Stuart Hoskar. He was 11th at Darlington. Um, He has absolutely become the second best at that organization. Um, Stenhouse has been a pleasant surprise. Stenhouse has been doing better lately. But I do like the Chase Briscoe plus 305. That's a decent number. Um, Bubba Bubba needs to turn it on now. He is not looking good at the moment. He's got to do something for us. And Eric Jones in the petty car, they run hard. They just can't put the whole day together yet, and that's what what kills them. Yeah. All right. And then the other pick, you know, we started doing this this year, the team of race winners. Um, no big surprise that Joe Gibbs coming in, the wow, favorite look there, at the plus gap 150. Now, right. Woo! And then 175 to Hendrick. And then it's all the way to plus 500 for Penske. I mean, we've really seen those three bunched. Much yeah, but how the mighty have together. fallen. They are down. They were the favorite with only three teams. They were the favorite a couple times this year. Plus five hundred, and then look at the gap next, Jeff. Then it's down to thirty-three to one to Childress, <laughs> fifty to one to Ganassi, eighty to one to Roush Fenway, JT Jardy already a hundred to one, and um, uh, the field at eighteen to one. And guess who's in the field? Matty D. Well, I don't see the Stuart Haas teams. On this list, so that would tell me that Stuart Haas is in the field. Oh wait, so that means you've got Kevin Harvick in the field at that's eighteen true. to one. That's uh, that's true. If that that's and those come off of uh, those come off of DraftKings. So, so 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 to me, if you go back and you look through the odds to win the race, 
which I can look right back, and we've got Kevin Harvick is plus 750 to win the race. But you figure the only Stuart Haas team that it's could win, win is, is Kevin, Kevin Harvick, Harvick, and you can get it 18, 18 to 1 here. In that, uh, I like I like the way you're thinking. So when you're better, you got to look at those things. That's why we that's why we go through the whole show. You never know where it changes. If 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 DraftKings does not have Jay, uh, Stuart Haas, and they've Stuart Haas had been getting further back every week anyway. They've been in, in deep double digit. But if they put him in the field at 18 to one. I'm not going to say Kevin Harvick's going to win, but I'm going to say 18 to one is a nice return. Yeah, 18 to one would better certainly than, better be than, worth the better than what did we say it was. Se- 750. 750. I'll take it because I don't really, I can't imagine that you're really thinking that it's going to be Chase Briscoe, Eric Almirola, or Cole Custer. Nope. Okay, so I'll take it. All right, we get to that point of the show where we get to talk about beat our chest a little bit. Some of us can beat it a little no, harder than others. I, I think we're just going to the picks this week. No, we're not. I'm hosting this week, picks. and we're not going straight to picks. picks. So we'll talk about last week. So, you know, I love the groups. I've always said I love the groups. I got winners last week on Harvick in Group B, William Byron in Group C, and Chris Busher in Group F. Uh, you picked up a win, Brendan. You got a winner with uh, William Byron in Group C. So you you saw the light and, and my wisdom there. And, of course, also kind of following in my footsteps, the pit crew got a win in Group B by picking Harvick. So, Nobody could gain on me. But anyway, our standings right now. Not a huge overall, loss. Listen, minus 150. I mean, okay, it was a loss this week. It was a loss. But but, but overall standings, I have now taken the lead. I'm at plus 10.4 units. Our pit crew at 4.75. And the you. Early leader in the clubhouse is. You were plus 2.25. You're kind of reminding me of Kyle Larson at Darlington. You were dominating early. <laughs> But it just went away there. To, is it going away? Although we're not at the end. I mean, we haven't even hit the halfway Listen, point. Listen, what I what I look at that though is is you, if if you're betting with us all year, the pit crew had a huge score with that Kyle Busch win a couple weeks ago that brought them from the cellar all the way up. You have been chipping away every week. You've been getting two, three, four, you know, positive. That's been going awesome. But all of us right now on the positive numbers. And remember, we do the show on a Thursday, Jeff. But we we don't get. We, you know, no, well, there is no practice. There's no practice anymore. So, but, although we will be, we will be handicapped next week. Yes, we will. Because qualifying, qualifying is on Sunday morning at Coda, and we, we will not have, have that. But I went all five groups last week, and just as a hint, even though I know I'm picking last this week, I'm going all five groups again this okay. week. So, but Brendan, your turn. I got to lead picks. us off. Well, I'm going to start off in the top three. I'm not going to go for a hail mary with a winner, but I am going to go Kyle Busch plus two ten, running well enough, plus two ten on him. I think I can get a. a I think he can get that for me. So I'm going to stick with that one in my first one. I am going to go head-to-head, and I'm going to get Denny Hamlin versus Martin Truex Jr. at plus 130. Uh, Once again, Denny Hamlin plus 130, all I need to do is have him beat Martin. It's not like he has to win the race. All you have to do is beat Martin. (laughs) Hey, hey, not saying it's not a tall order, but then I'm going to the groups, and I've got one on each of our pages. I got Group B with William Byron at 275. I'm riding my horse. Uh, I'm going to take him all the way to the checkered flag. I think he's got that group. I'm going Group C with Alex Bowman. I was going to go head-to-head at minus 140. Might as well get him at plus 210 against the same guy. I think he's racing head-to-head there. And then I'm going Group E, and I have a feeling we're going to be very similar, you and me. I got Chris Boucher in Group E. Do it to it, Chris. Well, all right. We'll get pit crew picks so everybody has those. Take my glasses off to read this. See, I'm getting old, Brendan. I, I can't see with my glasses on. Denny Hamlin, they're taking him in Group A, plus 285. Chase Elliott in Group B at plus 265. They're going Matty D, Matt Benedetto, plus 265 in Group D. They like the Kevin Harvick top three at plus 200 and taking Kyle Busch at a plus 145 over Kyle Larson. 
And my Kyle picks, Bush over Kyle Larson. Okay. And, and, right. and Brendan, I, I tell you, the one thing that I can almost guarantee this week, it's going to be very hard for you to make up ground on me this week. Because we're going to be very similar. You and I are going to have three of the same picks. I can tell you that right now. So I hope we do well. My picks are in groups B through F. I am going William Byron in group B. Again, I, I'm riding him. I'm going group C. I love the Alex Bowman play there. I'm going Group D, Tyler Reddick. I really like the way he's running right now. I think this track suits him very well. In Group E, I'm still on my Chris Busher train. I'm not going to let that one go. And, Brendan, I'm going to Group F, and I am going with Chase, Chase Briscoe, Briscoe because I have, I've been watching him the last few weeks, and I think he's starting to, to make some headway. So right. we'll see how it shakes out. we got about 30 seconds left in the show, so – Brendan, anything else you want to say about Dover this weekend and your experiences there? Yeah, I've missed, missed Bettings. Robbie, Melinda, family, Betting and Son. Send, cra- send crab pretzels, please. Got Xfinity this weekend, and we'll have Cup this weekend. And then I am really, really excited about the next week. Our first You'll day be trip at Coda. to Austin, Texas. Have Coda. fun at Coda, dude. I'll be down there. I'm, I'm excited for you. I wish I could be there. That's going to be a great time. All right. Well, you hold down the fort here for I the will. next three weeks. I'll be on the little computer screen. That's it for us this week on Gone Racing. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.